Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Right. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. We're going to have a great show for you today. I'm sorry that I am late, but my God, I was on a a, a journalist, a journalist, with, uh, what, what is it? A journalism Zoom with all over 71 different journalists, different operations like KPFT and WBAI and all these other, all these other stations were on. And we were discussing how to make the media more democratic and all those particular issues. And I'm trying to get out of there. And at the same time, I'm trying to build a program. It was hard as hell to do it at the same time. And then you know how that goes. You try to put your mind on several things and you run into problems. Anyway, we have Michael Rudnan. Welcome aboard. Yvette Avery Herod. Good afternoon. We'll talk later on tomorrow. Michael Rudnan is still here. We have uh, uh, AVQ Bridge MCP. Says APDR Posse. Paul Fleming. Welcome aboard. Uh, we've got Paraver Paraver Sil. Let's see. Uh, Leffler. Uh, Slivia Leffler. Welcome aboard. We're going to have a great show for you. Egberto, the topic of corporate price gouging amidst a crisis is one you cover often and you have the same solution that Bernie would propose. This should get more coverage and we are going to talk about that today. I want you to hear what uh, one of uh, Obama's economists, another neoliberal, had to say. Summers, Larry Summers. I, I, I made the tape, it, it boiled my blood, but we'll talk about that. Progressives denounce big oil for shamelessly price gouging amid Ukraine war. Reps Pramila Jayapal said, Now more than ever, we can see why it is essential to double down on our transition to renewable energy and not be reliant on dictators for our energy needs. We applaud the president's call for investing in renewable energy, not only to keep gas prices down, but also to increase America's manufacturing power and deny countries like Russia the means to leverage fossil fuel experts against, exports against our countries as it carries out wars of aggression. And it's deeper than that. Yvette Avery says, afternoon all. Michael Rudden also says, Bernie Sanders tweeted, oil company revenue since last year, Exxon up 57%, Chevron 50, 84%, Shell 49%, BP 45%. We cannot allow big oil companies to continue to take advantage of the war in Ukraine and inflation to make huge profits by jacking up uh, gas prices. We need a windfall profit tax. We need to take it back. Remember what this is. This is using the current build of our economic system to pilfer the average American. Oh, they like to say it's the market, it's supply and demand. Yeah, they're correct. But if you have an economic system that is based on that and you don't have backflows to prevent the few who control your commerce to pilfer you and take all of your wealth away because they can, they will. And that is exactly what we see happening today. I'm going to point it out in the form that Summers talk about uh, and the title of that, that video that I did should say it all. But we'll talk about that later on. Michael Rodden says, Elizabeth Warren tweeted, Putin's war is causing gas prices to go up, to rise. But this is no excuse for large oil companies to pad their bottom line with war fuel profits. Senate Democrats are watching closely and already working on a windfall profit tax. We don't only need a windfall profit tax on oil. We need it through the entire chain. We entire chain. Let's see, Every Yvette Avery has uh, Atlanta Airport blog. Delta pilots plan to picket at airport overstaffing issues. That's an interesting thing. That will be great. Continuing. One more tweet from Bernie Sanders. If there's one thing to learn from this horrible crisis, it's this. We must end our dependence on big oil and authoritarian regimes for expensive fossil fuels that are destroying the planet and harming our economy now more than ever. We need a Manhattan Project for renewable energy, and it's deeper than Manhattan Project. We need a, a revamped economic system that's not biased towards those with capital who in times of need have the opportunity to pilfer us all. All of us are enslaved right now. We get to go to work. We have to do these things. We are enslaved to these companies that will find, will say, you know what? Because there is a supply issue, they claim we can charge as much as we want for that gas. And you know what? That is taking your money away. Understand this. Back during the pandemic when nobody was driving, they had so much oil in storage, they had nowhere to put it, they had to pay people to take the oil. In other words, 
they were taking oil out of the ground because they had to they couldn't just stop the pipe so the flow kept coming and then they said oh where are we going to put this oil well guess who the people who could store oil anybody who had storage space could say oh i'll take your oil but you're going to pay me because i really don't want it but if you want to store it here you're going to pay us to store your oil right and now these guys are trying to recover all those costs do not believe this damn scarcity thing and you know the, the, the corporations who control all the basic supplies all the basic source resources are the ones that are going to hurt all the mom and pop stores and all the mom and pop stores that are going to suffer that's going to have to raise prices on you that's known as inflation but they are not going to have choice so you go to your do dollar store or these other stores around the not the dollar store that's a crook uh, but you go to all these other stores that are having the little diners or little coffee shops that have to raise their prices they are constrained by the evil that is the corporate structure that is pilfering you with these rates. They have to pay all these rates over and over again. Look at what Shell did. Shell didn't Shell just go ahead and buy a whole lot of oil on cheap oil on, uh, uh, from Russia? Do you think you are going to see the cheap price that Shell paid for that oil? No, you're not. They're going to say, hey, supply and demand, and we can offer whatever the market will bear that is capitalism whatever the market will bear and the market will bear your total income your total savings and your credit worthiness and when you are up with all of that that's the only cue that they have that we have to drop prices unless you take it away you take the pilfer away and that is what has to be done you've got to take the pilfer away. We have got to get start getting the pelotas. We have start to start getting the pelotas to do what is needed. Thank you for giving me that Bernie tweet. I think it's most prescient. It is most important that we follow the lead of our brother brother um, Sanders because what he's saying is not only fact based. It's accurate. These are things we have to do, and that there will be some apologists. You know, uh, these people who suffer from the, uh, uh, these people who suffer from, you know, that syndrome that are going to say, well, you know, the reason why it's Biden's, it's Bidenflation and all these guys, you know. But, you know, we have to simply disregard those people, completely disregard them and do what we know has to get done going forward. Bridge MCP, welcome aboard. Paul Fleming says, checking in. ATL, checking in. Welcome, brother Paul Fleming. Great to see you here. Great to see you here. Continuing with the program. Para ver, para ver que más tenemos aquí. Bridge says, yeah, I thought of adding the Michael Rudnan. Uh, I don't know what you're saying there, Bridge, but I know it's saying something there. All right, yeah, overwhelming, but did y'all wear your glasses? I got my glasses here, but it's dirty. I got to clean it or else it's going to be worse. Egberto, man, who chases two rabbits catches neither? Huh? Egberto, man, who chases two rabbits catches neither. Larry Summers is one of those responsible for the 2008 financial crash and its aftermath that resulted in two big jail banksters. Personally, I don't want to hear what he has to say. No, why we need to hear what he has to say because he represents the democratic neoliberals. And we will have a tendency to look at Larry Summers and say, oh, he cannot be a bad guy because remember, that's Obama's guy. Alistair Waters, welcome aboard. Alistair, how are you doing today? Sylvia Leffler, welcome aboard. Tom C. says, per Huffington Post, consumer prices in February increased 7.9% compared to a year ago. At the same time, the top 30 major industrial industry companies raised prices and collectively boosted profits by $100 billion. Exactly. Eric Hayes says, who has confidence in this visit? Vice President Kamala Harris refused to address the diplomatic turbulence between Poland and the U.S. Thursday after the Pentagon rejected an offer from the Warsaw government to provide fighter jets to Ukraine. I have a subject on that as well, but insisted that the two countries remain unified against Russian aggression. Pentagon spokesman John Kirby said Wednesday that the U.S. had turned down Poland's offer to supply 28 MiG-29 jets via transfer at Ramstein Air Base, despite Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky 
pleading with America and NATO to provide his military. I am going to address that one first. I have a video for that. I'm glad that you brought that up. Uh, and and all, all the other uh, messages, please keep putting your messages in there. But what I want to do is, uh, I think this is the one here. Bear with me one second. I want to play the right video. I want to cue it up. You know, um, McCall, McCall is the expert on, let, let, let's back up here. All right. Let me give the, the, the cue up first. McCall is the expert on Russia. He has a lot of friends in, in uh, Ukraine. And he, he says he, I, he completely agrees with Biden's policy so far, which says we are going to do what we can, stinger missiles, etc., to help Ukraine win the, the, the battles against Russia. But when it comes to having Polish airplanes come to a U.S. base in NATO, and then at that U.S. base, it, you fly, you get maybe Ukrainian pilots to fly these airplanes away from the base into Ukraine and then fight the Russians, that may, that may lead into an escalation of the war because Russia could use that as an excuse to say, you see, NATO is involved with aggressive, when we say aggressive, we mean uh, not defensive, but offensive action in the war between Ukraine and Russia and bringing them into the war. That's what he, McCall agrees that we need to be careful in this respect. They ask, well, wait a minute, we're giving them Stinger missiles, we're giving them all of these, which are all defensive weapons, right? Now, once a MiG-29 is in the air, we know it's only there to protect the airspace of Ukraine, but they come close to some other border area and Russia would say, ah, that's an interference. And we're missing the possibility of nuclear war here. We have all these people that are filled with testosterone. All these guys, they're ready to go blow, blow. We need to be, we need to check Russia. One of the reasons I have always said we need to have more women in power. Because there's something dangerous about testosterone. When you don't have, when you don't have the mental capacity to control testosterone testosterone can be a poison it can be a, a, something that makes you mad if you don't uh, uh, you know right now as it turns out that is what has happened to putin he's testosterone induced close cycled madness and you want biden to exhibit that behavior as well some of the reporters seem like they're mad i want you to listen to this one here and it is so important because I love the way Jen Psaki handled it. Because these reporters who've never served the time in office, who have never really gone and had any, any, anything other than some elitist education, think they know what is best for us all. In this case, I've got to say thank you for saner minds. Because the one thing we have to be in this time is very very careful so what i want you to do is listen to this tape then we'll take it on the other side you guys have said you close the door on supplying combat aircraft to ukraine right now the transfer of MiGs. we heard from the pentagon your colleague there john kirby mm -hmm. said it was high risk mitt romney today said there is a sentiment that we're fearful about what putin might do and what he might consider an escalation it's time for him to be fearful of what we might do why is it not a risk, a higher risk, to wait? To wait to what? To, we're not supplying, to, to not act in providing MiGs to the Ukrainian country. We said that's a high risk. Why is that a higher risk than not providing them? We're already witnessing civilians die as we speak. Well, I would say what our assessment is based on is how to prevent a world war here, Peter, which is a significant um, weight that the intelligence community, the uh, d Defense Department, and the President of the United States weighs at every moment in time. 
and they weigh. And I would note that um, that there was also. I thought a very interesting comment that was made that is important, I think, for people to understand how we look at this, which is that there's an escalation ladder, right? And there's a difference between an anti-tank weapon, a shoulder-fired missile, an aircraft, and a fighter jet that could cross a border and actually conduct operations on Russian soil. So how we assess things is how what kind of assistance can we provide that will be the most impactful, if humanly, uh, most, most impactful in protecting, defending, providing assistance to the Ukrainian people as they are fighting courageously and boldly. We are also t trying to prevent ourselves from taking steps that would be further escalatory. I don't think we have held back in any capacity in providing assistance, having the backs of the Ukrainians, but we are not going to do things that we think are in, not in the interest of the United States or our NATO allies, and that is where the bar is for us. And you know, that is not too difficult to understand, right? That is measured that is using your mind, that is saying, we are going to do absolutely nothing that Putin can use to bring uh, create a bigger war. That's responsible. You, people say, oh, but look, there are kids, there are children that are dying in Ukraine. And that is true. There are women and men th that are dying in Ukraine. Russia is doing all these things. How many people are going to die if we allow this guy an excuse to escalate quite a bit more right responsibility is not easy this testosterone kind of I mean and I only gave you a piece of what that particular silly reporter was talking about but there was a time that he actually got pretty rough with uh, with with Jen Saki and you know Jen Jen is a, the ultimate in diplo in diplomatic as she sliced you to smithereens she's She's cutting you by a million slices and you don't even know it. Well, the reporters, that is. And that is, that is all she had to do as he was sort of getting all perturbed. She looked at him and he, she said, no, this is what we are doing. And she explained what we are doing, which made a hell of a lot of sense more than these testosterone-driven uh, reporters, testosterone-driven uh, Mr. Romney saying, it is time, uh, we are acting like we're scared of Putin, it's time to let Putin be scared of us. That sounds good. But Putin isn't about being scared. Putin is doing anything to stay alive. He wants to, right now he has put his country in dire straits. And there's a good possibility that there will be a coup in the Soviet, in, 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 in Russia. There is a good possibility there's a coup. Why not allow it to happen? Why give him an excuse to say NATO is the reason we are here? The reason that you are feeling the pain in Russia is not because of all those companies leaving because I did something, meaning Putin, but because of NATO. You see what they're doing? And by the way, you know, we gave him an excuse by growing NATO all the way to, to his land, right? I mean, I, but I, look, I'm not giving him a, an out at all, right? But, hey, you know, <laughs> if we had, when Russia came to Cuba, which was 90 miles away, we said, uh-uh, you ain't going to do that. And then we went ahead and passed a policy that says, nobody, he can't come anywhere in the Americas. And so all when he goes to Venezuela, we're like, be careful when you're trying to go there to Venezuela. We're not going to allow that. So let's be clear and not allow those of the, the unread... Well, they're not unread. They should know better. They should know better than to try to have some sort of testosteronic reaction to Putin instead of a sensible reaction. Uh, Biden, no matter what you think about him, as all the experts who understand this will tell you, the measured approach he's taken thus far has really prevented a catastrophe that Putin needs. Remember, Putin needs us to overreact right now. Putin needs to see on the world stage something that gives him the ability to tell his people, look at what they've done. That's why he's trying to create some other factors right now. Oh, they're building poison gas. They're building weapons of mass destruction in Ukraine. He needs people to start believing that because he is in trouble. And when a leader like Putin is in trouble, it starts to be, uh-uh, the overthrow 
is about to happen. Gorbachev didn't do any of this, and he got his butt whipped. Let's not forget that. History is an interesting thing. Okay, let me get back to my peeps and see what you guys are saying now. Let me get to the screen if my mouse will work. All right, let's see. My Alistair Waters, welcome aboard. Uh, Eric Hayes says, who I, I read that one has confidence. Let's see what else we got here. Tom C, welcoming people. Yvette Avery Herod, they are actually out there today. They went live a few hours ago. Oh, great. If, if you have, oh, you have videos, that's a video to see. Hey, thank you for that, um, my dear Yvette. That's good. We'll talk about some of that tomorrow when we do our interview on the state of unions in the country. Uh, Bridge MCP says she has more than I and as VP, not the president. Uh, Michael Rodden says, uh, Eric Hayes, what gives you the impression that VP Harris is in charge of anything? She's not Dick Cheney pulling strings behind Bush's back. The VP doesn't have or isn't supposed to have that kind of power. Exactly right. You know, uh, she has the power that, that Biden cedes to her. And that's about it. And that's the way it's supposed to be. Bridge MCP says, why are we constantly uh, bringing my boy Eric back in? Eric killing me. You are not... <laughs> Lee Grant says, hi all. How you doing, Lee? Bridge MCP says, I said at Egberto Willis, if Biden said he, he is watching for price gouging, then why isn't that happening? Uh, why, why isn't that happening? You know, I, I, I can't answer that one. The price gouging is occurring. The, the reason... Look. I find it amusing, uh, Bridge, because this is what happens in this country, right? Price gouging affects everybody, irrespective of your political affiliation, whether you're Democrat, Republican, Independent, or whatever, right? But what the price gougers do is they say the following. If you try to restrict our pricing ability, you are a socialist because you're trying to put in price controls. And that keyword triggers a, a little under 50% of the country, actually it's more like 30-something percent of the country, but a very loud one, that says, oh my God, if you, if you stop us from feeling pain, you're turning us into a social, socialist country. So give us capitalism with pain as opposed to uh, democratic socialism with good living. That's how their minds work. That's how they were taught. That's how they were indoctrinated to think, Right? And so that is how they have them. They're, get, they're getting screwed. But at the same time, they're saying, but we can't stop that. Because if we stop that, what occurs is some sort of a socialist state. So let them keep giving us the, the shaft. What we do here at Politics Done Right and other networks, including some of the things that we spoke about, we had 71 journalists at, in this, in this uh, queue that I just got out of. Why I'm late today. 71 journalists. And one of the things that we said is, how do we really bring democracy? Because those people who don't want to stop the price gouging, they are in, they're not living in a democracy. They perceive themselves to be in a democracy from the indoctrination of an oppressor. But they don't see it. Because there are other things that are pulling their strings. E2247 says, gas we buy at pump today was bought two or three months ago by the stations that are gouging us at the pump today. Exactly. Exactly. Rag paper, New Yorkers know it. MCP. Lee Grant says a plane swap with Poland is sticking a toe into World War III. Wow. If you're not being tongue-in-cheek, Lee Grant, think about the commonality we just shared. That is so true. Mad like a Klingon, according to Preach MCP. Oh my God, Jen, that was so funny. Yes, okay. Kathy Courtney says, good creating and copulation. Thanks, Egberto. Michael Rodden says, if one of those Polish makes given to the Ukrainian forces fly into Russian airspace, that gives Putin an excuse to launch some devastating retaliation. Thank you, Rodden. You hit the name on the head. Uh, Melanie Keelan is here with us and she says, I'm arriving late, but I'm here. Evening all, you're here. That's all that's important, my dear Keelan, Melanie. Carl Cox says, mega businesses, oil companies in, in this likes are thugs similar to organized crime families. They are worse than organized crime because they are doing it with legal sanction. 
They don't murder people who are a threat to them like the mob does. However, they do bribe public officials. Daniel Edo says, I agree with Egberto and his take on Ukraine. It feels like there are irresponsible people on both sides that are flirting with global war. Very dangerous. Exactly, Daniel Edo. Wow. You don't know. I mean, I'm scared when you tell me that you agree with me. But you did tell me about the we having the, uh, we had congruency with the with the Ukraine policy. Uh, let's see what else we have here. We have Bridge MCP says we gave Russia Gorbachev. They paid us back with Trump. Now we have Putin. <laughs> Stalin, I love that one, Bridge. Stalin busted a dam, and thousands of Ukraine people died by intentionally flooding in World War II. So is History repeating itself? I don't know. Daniel Edo says, replying to Daniel Edo, Eric Hayes, good question. I'm afraid it is a moot at this point. The propaganda points to the decision as already made by the elites. They want war. We are just wanting on the Gulf of Tonkin to kick off a fun. No, we don't want war. And I think enough sensible people know that this is a, this is a dangerous war. John Gornick says, the current price gouging is another example of disaster capitalism as was beautifully illustrated by Naomi Klein in her book, Shock Doctrine. I read that book. I don't get a chance to read a lot of big books because there's so much to do. I read that particular book. Well, I scanned that book. I bought the book and I read it real fast, which means I, I read about the Chicago boys. I read about what they did in, 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 uh, in Chile, in, uh, what's the other one? Chile, Argentina, and all these other places, and, and then went across the Pacific Ocean, etc. Very good book, Shot Doctrine. You guys should get it. But, um, so yeah, that stuff about disaster capitalism, it's, you know, it's called disaster capitalism, but I just look at it simply as capitalism. Any system that is defined the way we have it defined, we're gouging for gas, meaning, again, we are taking the wealth away from people. And it's, it's, it's legal. It's how capitalism works, okay? That we are paying four fifty a gallon, it's okay because the system says that we will do whatever the market will bear. And their God, their new God, Milton Friedman, said the same. He said, you have no social responsibility, capitalism. Your sole responsible is to the responsibility is to the well-being of your shareholders, to maximize the profits for your shareholders, to maximize the, the bonuses for your, for your executives, which is, an, which is the, the bleed off from maximizing your profits from for the shareholders, which mean taking the monies away from those without power. And you know who has no power? Remember I, the story I gave you guys about when I sold all those licenses to Boeing and realized, oh my God, Boeing was willing to pay anything for those licenses, right? Because they knew ultimately they would pass that cost directly down to those without pricing power, the average person that is flying on a plane. Chile, Peru, Argentina, and Brazil. Exactly right. So it's important that we get it. It is so important that we get it. Okay. Um, I want to bring to you another story. And it has to do with Larry Summers. Larry Summers worked for Obama. When, when our great Democrats were out there pushing a $6 trillion bill, he wasn't for it. Others were. Okay? Wasn't for it. He was concerned of an overheated economy. Even though the way we were going to get to these $6 trillion was to take the money away in the different forms of them. Of the uh, Look, we don't complain we have a raise in gas prices, right? Whoever complains and says the oil company is making too much money, uh, you know, they're taking it away from us. Nobody says that, right? So why would you make a big claim when we say, okay, to fund all of these things that are necessary for society, a society that actually supports all these companies, you need to pay your fair share. And it doesn't... The $6 trillion is peanuts in the, in the entire total economy. This $6 trillion over, it was originally $6 trillion or $7 trillion over 10 years, $700 billion a year. Nothing, peanuts. But no, not even that these criminals wanted to pay. Not even that. 
You're right, Egberto. It's all about the capitalism takes advantage of those with little power and capital. I was just emphasizing how it gets ramped up during the crisis. Exactamente, uh, Senor Gordoni. Okay, so here's the deal. Here's the deal. I want you to listen to uh, Larry Summers. Larry Summers points out exactly how powerless people without a political system that guarantees their protection is. And he doesn't say any of that. Just listen to how he answers this question uh, from, uh, uh, from Lawrence O'Donnell. Very important. A lot of people won't perceive it. They won't see it. But while I was listening to it, I said, oh my God, he said it. He said it. Please, important that you listen to this, and then we'll take it on the other side. What is happening to purchasing power uh, this year? We, we know inflation, and you were an early uh, warner on inflation. You gave us the early warning on it. Uh, but what has happened to purchasing power and incomes uh, along with inflation? Wages have come down. Uh, that's the usual experience. The usual experience is that past a certain point, when you start seeing wage increases running above 45 or 5%, it actually goes with decreasing real wages, decreasing purchasing power for workers. That's why it's so unfortunate that the economy was overstimulated last year. That's why it's important that the Fed act uh, strongly to bring down uh, inflation uh, now. We've caught a very bad break uh, coming on top of the 7.5% inflation we, ha we have, we now have extra inflationary pressure coming from oil prices and coming from wheat. And it's something we're going to need to really go after with policy. That means strong monetary policy, and that means sensible supply-side uh, policies where the government concentrates on procuring as inexpensively as possible, where we open up shipping to whoever the cheapest shipper is, rather than require that it be an American shipper carrying oil, for example, from Houston uh, to the East Coast of uh, the United States, uh, that we, yes, absolutely look after childcare, but we focus on making sure that we're doing as much as we can for children, not for child care uh, providers. Uh, we can contain inflation, but it requires focusing on containing inflation. We spend a All right. There was so, so much. First of all, sorry for the mistake there, but there was so much in that piece, and he almost had a list of things that he needed to say to prepare to prepare the ethos into the destruction of the basic rights of the American worker. Let, let me first detail a few things. Uh, because of the war in, in uh, Ukraine, Ukraine is the wheat a part of the wheat basket in Europe. They are not going to be able to plant. That opens the door for America to produce a lot more wheat and we can we have the ability so all those farmers in Iowa and North Dakota South Dakota and all of that they're happy now they can replace the amount of we are so so good at growing here we can replace the wheat that's going to be lost in Ukraine and it's not only going to be the United States it's going to be the United States it's going to be Brazil it's going to be all those countries including the countries within the equator that can grow year-round they are going to be there to replace all of that it's going to be a boom town for a lot of different small countries etc because we're going to have a new market but here's what that means though you see when the wheat was created in Ukraine Ukraine it, was, it didn't have to be shipped, right? It was either going over land, through the Black Sea, all that sort of stuff, right? 
But these guys are preparing the landfill. And most Americans who listen to what Larry Summers said don't understand that because they're not following this type of politics. Here's what goes on now. You notice how he brought up the shipping and he said, you're going to have to use the cheapest shipper leaving the U.S. port because we have laws where if you're shipping to a U.S. port, right, you have to use U.S. shipping, that sort of a thing. I don't remember exactly how the law is written. But he wants to open the door so that all this shipping now, we can go to the cheaper person, the cheaper company, not that American company, because there's going to be a lot more stuff shipping all over the place because of Ukraine's war. Oil and oil and wheat. So why, where does, did you ever wonder why did he, why did shipping just come into play? Why did he talk about ships? We're talking about inflation and all of that, but he wants to hit that now. So Congress can start thinking about changing those rules, those laws that force longshoremen and all these other people that are dependent on us protecting our shipping industry. So he got it in. The next thing he got in is he went ahead and he pointed out, hey, we overstimulated the economy. What he wants to make sure is no windfall profit tax, man. No windfall. He wants to make sure that you can't take that money and give it back to people because the economy is already overstimulated and they're going to spend it. Not telling you that it is a swap. It's taking the money out of the hands of those who stole it legally and putting it into the hands of those who earned it legally and it was taken from legally. Right? He also talks about um, that, that inflation and wages. He told an unfortunate and inconvenient truth. You can ask for wages and we'll just take it back with inflation. You know why? Because we can. We, you go ahead and ask for $15 an hour. If you ask for $15 an hour, we make inflation rate 7%. And you know what? We take back more than the wage increase in the long run. That is capitalism at its best. It is saying, we with capital runs, run everything. And if we don't learn these things now, we will continue the cycle over and over and over. They make it believe like, oh, this is Biden. This has nothing to do with Biden. Larry Summers is a neoliberal Democrat. Let's get this clear. Understand that the system is there to make you an indentured servant. You are there to serve the few. And until you understand that you have to be the chosen ones who make it into that 10% of the managerial layer, there's a special class. Those that have small businesses pay the price of inflation and all of that, but they're still at that, in that 20%, between that 20% and, and 1%, right? They still live in there, but they work. They earn their keep. They're not the capitalists who just make their money off of paper or off of the labor of others, Right? Let's understand this, people. So when you are there carrying the water for the corporate structure, when you are there saying, oh, you are a damn socialist, as opposed to a democratic socialist, when you, when you are there making those statements, understand Larry Summers. He just said within that one piece, everything you need to know. One, I don't care if you get a wage increase. We're going to take it away with inflation. When it is time for us to change around shipping around the world, Ukraine means shipping by wheat's going to move around, oil's going to move around, and for those places where we are using, where, we're, where we have to come to a U.S. port, we want to get rid of all the protection longshoremen and the shipping industry in the United States have. We want to get rid of that, th those regulations. And we don't want any more overstimulation. In other words, yeah, we took back our money with inflation. We don't want you taking that inflation away from us. Remember, the inflation will realize itself as excess profits in their coffers. And when we try to take it away and put it back into the economy, because again, you took it, they 
don't want the Jones Act. Thank you about it. It's a Jones Act. They don't want that. So people, the reason they can get away with this, the reason Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren and others don't get traction is that we haven't made this aware to many people who don't understand they're carrying water for the person who has the chain around their necks. Because they just don't believe they could possibly have the chain around their neck. Egberto, that managerial class that's doing fairly well in this economy is under 10% of the American people. That The 9.9% is the new American aristocracy. So you understand what I'm saying. You, say, you understand what I'm saying. So let me get back to my peeps here. Oh, you know what? Uh, I need to do my video on, the, uh, on my uh, books and then we'll go ahead. And by the way, I talk a lot about this in my books. I didn't need this, this ruckus to happen to know how, how the, the system works. Like, so I suggest, check this out. I'm Egberto Willis as host of Politics Done Right, a progressive radio media show on Pacifica Network's KPFT 90.1 FM Houston that engages all ideologies. I found that our political angst isn't mostly ideological. There is a well-designed effort by many in power to control us. If we are at each other's throats, we are less likely to demand our economic and local wishes. In that light, I wrote three books. I wrote the first one titled, As I See It, Class Warfare, The Only Resort to Right-Wing Doom, to describe the entire economy in a manner we can all understand. It highlights why it was designed to pill for most as it empowers a few, the chosen. The second book, titled, It's Worth It, How to Talk to Your Right-Wing Relatives, Friends, and Neighbors, Take It to the Next Level. After understanding how the system pilfers, it is incumbent that we can speak to our peers to empower a change. The third book, How to Make America Utopia, Take Away the Economy from Those Who Rigged It, gives us a place to land. After learning about our economy that is dysfunctional for most and learning how to engage the other side, we point out what would make an economy that works for all. Each book stands on its own, but together they provide the full picture. Please consider getting one or more. You will undoubtedly learn, be entertained, and help us continue the mission with our blogs, articles, videos, and books. Thank you for listening to that. Now, please, uh, you can go ahead and sign up. If you are on YouTube right now, please, please click that join button. Become a part of the posse. The only way I can continue to get this information out is with your support. And many of you have been supporting. I need a lot more of you to support. Please go ahead and go to politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube to support us on YouTube. But there are many other ways to support us. You can support us on Patreon by going to politicsdoneright.com slash Patreon. politicsdoneright.com let, oops, let me put that in here, por favor, por favor. Politicsandright.com says patron to become a patron. I need, I need, a, I, it's truth, I need a thousand of each. And also a, a thousand members, I mean, in, in, in penny dollars, right? And uh, the, the best form of support, of course, is coming up with politicsandright.com slash PayPal, supporting us on PayPal. You can do a one-time contribution or you can do it on a monthly basis. We are going to tell you. Americans don't know this information. We are going to lose the house in... In, in November, if we don't get enough people informed and, and empowered and understand that you can make a difference, learn these things so that, that we can get our families or friends, not all of uh, convince a few of them not to be indoctrinated by a system that is there, a corrosive system that is there to take what's theirs. We can do it. Go ahead and please support us, politicsandright.com slash PayPal. Our books, you can pick up our books at politicsandright.com slash books, politicsandright.com slash books. A lot of new stuff at our stores. Please go to politicsandright.com slash store, politicsandright.com slash store to pick up the stuff at our store. And by the way, uh, since some of you are not going to see all these links, there's an all-encompassing link that covers all the different forms in which you can support us. Cash App, Zelly, all these other things. You can go ahead and find at Venmo, everything. We support Venmo, PayPal, everything. Go to politicsdoneright.com slash support and all the different avenues in which you can support this program to ensure I can continue to put this out in many, many, many venues. It is important, folks. I showed you how I deconstructed that piece done by, uh, by Larry Summers. That piece done by Larry Summers, people would have watched it and said, oh, Larry Summers says we overstimulated the economy and things are going bad and we get it. But that one message, that one two minutes from Larry Summers, there was so much packed in there. 
And that was a message to your politicians as far as what their calling card should be. And unless we unravel, unless we unravel that, uh, then we can, uh, that then we can actually, actually it is for business breach, uh, unless we can unravel all of this and, in, and, and in, inform people in a way that they understand. And that's what I do. It's not only here on the, on the video, but it's on the blogs, etc., etc. That's how we are going to make a change. So I ask you to invest in all of us Americans to go ahead and get it done. Okay, let me go real quickly now to uh, the messages that I have here. I have a lot of them, so I'm not going to get to all of them, but I thank you so kindly for putting them out. According to Michael Rodden, Milton Friedman would also see environmental damage and any injury to people as externalities. Yes, actually he said that he doesn't want you to do anything that is social. He states that. Read his 1970 something. So go to Wikipedia. Actually, I have it somewhere in one of my blogs as well. Just go through my blogs and type Milton Friedman and also put capitalism in there and you'll put up the blog that I wrote about that. Uh, John Gorchus said, you're right, Egberto, it's all about capitalism, taking advantage of those with little power. Uh, let's see what else we got. We got Michael Rodden saying, well, that's another. Uh, history from Ledo. History tells us pretty definitely that the, the current conditions globally provide ample impetus for the elites to manufacture a big war, solve so many problems for them, and promise massive opportunities to transform in the aftermath. War is coming. I recommend you prepare your mind for massive Changes. I don't know if this is the this is the one. Uh, I mean, first of all, I agree with most of what you said there, Daniel. This, if we can get some disruptions, the elitists will do just fine because they are going to be nowhere close to a gun, nowhere close to a gun. And Daniel on a roll today, Bridge MCP says because he's making a hell of a lot of sense today. Absolutely so, brother, brother Ledo. Carl Cox says Larry Summers also opposed. Consumer rights, he and other economists, not all economists, oppose individual. You know, I have a, uh, I'm setting up an, uh, I'm setting up another interview with Richard Wolf, economist Richard Wolf. I sent him a note and he's, uh, and <laughs> I sent him a direct email and he's, he gave the email to the secretary and she wrote back and said, hey, the man's on vacation till uh, April. I really wanted to get him now, but he's on vacation till April. So I will get him in the first week of April to come and have a conversation with us again. A very important conversation. I may go pick up a, a, more, a, more, uh, a more standard economist like, uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll take a look and see what I'll do. Uh, continuing with C, God, good for ADM and the likes, but not good for family farmers. Well, I mean, the family farmers can actually get a foothold because ADM, while it has a lot of massive contracts, etc., there's a lot of field out there that ADM doesn't control. Farmers, hey, where's Mike CSAC and all these guys that are out here that are farmers? It is your time to take advantage of Putin's war. You can make some money on Putin's war. Wow, wow, wow. All right, Bridge MCP says, Egberto Willis, war is money and death, but the death is not from the people making the money, so they don't care. And that is, that is such an important statement. Folks, again, please go ahead and go to politicsandright.com slash PayPal, politicsandright.com slash PayPal. Support us. We need your support. We can only do this in form. If you just came to the program late, go ahead and restream the program or restream the different outtakes that I'm going to put of this program on my site because it is important, it is imperative that we understand this stuff because many don't. Like I said, when you heard Larry Summers talking there, he was talking in parables. He was talking in parables. He was talking in parables. I have another video. How much time? Don't have enough time for it. It's, uh, let's see, it's how much is that? No, I don't have enough time for that. Uh, anyhow, so uh, I'll just go ahead. I'm surrounded by small farmers. I am being educated on their hardships. Exactly. It's not their fault. The problem is that they serve the wrong master. They've been fooled into believing, and, and that is the fault of Democrats. Democrats don't go out there and say, we are a natural alliance because we care about you. We care about your health care. We care that you don't get poisoned by the fertilizers that you use. We care that those seeds that they manufacture to ensure that you always have to buy the seeds from them. I cover that in my book as I see it. Farmers get screwed by, this, by the capitalist system. The capitalists get scientists to create seeds 
that can only get that that can only be used once. Once the once the product comes out, the seeds cannot fertilize themselves into a viable crop. So you have to go back to these people who have a viable the way they design the seeds. They have certain breeds that breed the seeds that cannot rebreed. So you go to ADM and all these guys. They own the seeds. They own the, the copyright, the, the, the intellectual property for those genes. And the farmers, when they used to plant their corn, they used to plant their corn, they would keep maybe 1% of the crop in seeds, and the next year they go plant those seeds. Well, you know what happens? They can't do that anymore. Because here's what, and this is the funniest part about it. Not funny, it's, it's sad. This farmer decided he was not going to use these uh, these genetically engineered seeds. He was going to plant his own. And that's what he did. Every year he pointed, planted his own. But the field next to him used genetically modified uh, seeds. So the pollen from the genetically modified seeds, it moves in air and it pollinated some of his plants. ADM or whatever the name of the group sends his people out. Hey, tell Asha keep on moving forward. The turtle wins the race. She, she's going to thank you. Anyhow, the, 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 the seeds get pollinated. Team Ashley Strong from, Bri from Nanette Birdsmith. Thank you, guys. The seeds get pollinated by another, another, um, the other field, the guy who bought the seeds. And then the, the car corporation sends its people out to check the crop of the field next to him. And when they check the crop, they notice that that year's crop was genetically modified with the gene found in the neighbor's field. And they take him to court. You have got to pay me for those for your crop now because you used our seeds and you didn't buy it. The guy said, I didn't use your seeds, I used my own. If there's some genetically modified seeds in my stuff, it's because of the pollen that blew over the year before, which made my seeds genetically modified. I wanted that farmer to sue the other guy for messing up his field. Folks, it is so important for us to educate people on these issues. And we can only do it with your support. So please remember to go to politicsandright.com slash support, politicsandright.com slash PayPal, and support the program because that's the only way we are going to keep everybody informed. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Out. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.